Motherfuckers, this is the hater. I'm here with uh, Bud Man, hey, the hey, tech hey. guy, and Larry. Hey, 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 hey. And speaking of motherfuckers, I'd like to start out the podcast by giving a little shout out to the two original motherfuckers, Matt and Nigel. Keep it real, keep it going, boys. Spread the word. Hey, 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 hey. hey. Last week, I didn't have some flattering comments about some of the idiots in Hamilton. I don't want to come across as a hater toward Hamilton. I live in this city. Overall, it's a pretty good city. It has a nice architecture. has a nice big bridge that separates Hamilton from Burlington. (laughs) Most of the people I met here are pretty cool. And they're educated. And they're hard workers. It's a blue-collar town. I like it. Unfortunately, there's some idiots that reside in this city, but you know what? You get that everywhere. And I have to say, if nothing else, Hamilton certainly supports their football team, who I have to say, I like Speedy B. And hey, when he's healthy and he's on, you probably got the best quarterback in the CFL in Mazzoli. Although Evans has been doing pretty good. But anyways, I just wanted to get that out there so people didn't think that I was... Being a hater on Hamilton. Go Ticats. Go Ticats. Well, I'm pretty excited because the 102nd NHL season has just started. As of this recording, we're two days in. Woo! Hockey season. Now, like true Canadians, we love hockey. So every week, I'm probably going to start out the podcast with some hockey talk. But right now, I just wanted to cover basically what I think about the seven Canadian teams and a few predictions. If you agree with me, that's great. If you don't, you know what? Go on our Facebook page and uh, give me your own uh, viewpoint. I'm always willing to read Instagram, Twitter, website, whichever one. What he said. So let's start with the Ottawa Senators. (sighs) Well, I'll say this. They need to try to get stable this year and keep it simple i know it's been crazy i know ottawa fans last year you only had 64 points you were dead last you're definitely in a rebuild but you're young and shabbat and brandstrom are pretty good i don't know what to say it's going to be a tough rebuild but on the upside i think that craig anderson can still make a difference and probably steal a few games for you i wish i could say Things were better for you, Ottawa, but you know what? Time. Time heals all, as they say. Toronto, Toronto, Toronto. You know what? You're young, you're deep, you're explosive. And your new captain, John Tavares, is one of the better players in the NHL. And I'm a big fan of Mitch Marner. Here's the thing. I know you're deep, and I know there's a lot of expectation in Toronto. But I'm sorry, until you can get by the first round of the playoffs, you haven't run around since 2004. I can't take you seriously. That and you need to exercise that demon you call the Boston Bruins. Don't tell me that sports psychology 
doesn't make a difference. There's a prime example. Montreal. As always, it's the Carey Price show again. I mean, Shea Weber's still good. He's still one of the better D-man. If you're a Montreal fan, I will say this. You need to keep an eye out on that kid, Nick Suzuki. He's 20 years old. Boy, he's he's shown a lot of promise so far. Edmonton Oilers, well, you have Connor McDavid. He's got the best player in the world. Dreisaitl, he's been good. You got Dave Tippett. Boy, the GM, though, Ken Holland has a big uphill climb. And I don't understand the goaltending situation at all there. I really don't. You go and you get Mike Smith. Okay, but is that really an upgrade? I don't know. Speaking of Mike Smith, his old team, Calgary. Calgary is a mystery to me. They have one of the best defense in the league, if not the best defense. You have Johnny Hockey. Your core is locked up. You're very good up front. You had 107 points last year. You're first in the West, second best in the league. You have Mark Giordano. Holy crap. This team looks like, on paper, it should go far. But, but, goaltending. I'm not convinced with the goaltending that they have that it's any good. And when in the hell is Cam Talbot an upgrade in any team situation right now in goaltending? You know what, buddy? You can't stop a beach ball right now. I don't know what to tell you. Maybe if Calgary's lucky, he may go back to even half of the goaltender he was a couple years ago, but I doubt it. Winnipeg, holy moly, what a train wreck. (laughs) Wow. Winnipeg lost a lot of good players to free agency, and they didn't fill the void at all. Big Buff, his future is unclear, and I'm telling you, hella buck better be a hell of a goaltender this year if this team is going anywhere. Me personally, they're missing the playoffs. But Winnipeg, man, unless you know something that I don't, I just don't see it happening. Vancouver, (laughs) wow. Health is key for this team, I think. And Patterson is great, and who knows how good this kid is going to get. <coughs> but beyond that, wow, he, Vancouver's a real enigma to me. I, I don't think they have an identity, and until they find their identity, I don't think uh, they're making the playoffs either this year. But who knows? Like I said, we're only into two days into the season. Although I have to say at the time of this recording, now I'm going to be a little biased just for a second. Chicago, you suck. Go Philly! We won 4-3 today. Now I want to do a few predictions. I'm going to basically give a brief view on uh, what I think about every team in each uh, division. And I'm going to basically predict who's going to be first and who's going to be last in each division. The Atlantic is a no-brainer, people. Leaf fans, boo-hoo! Boo-hoo! But you're not Tampa Bay. Nobody's Tampa Bay. On paper, Tampa Bay is the best team in hockey. They're going to take the first again in the Atlantic, and they're probably going to take the President's Trophy. And I seriously doubt that this year is going to be like last year, and they're going to go out in the first round. They're going to be a beast. And Ottawa, I'm sorry, you're going to be last again. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Again, it's going to be a long uphill climb. Although I will say this about Ottawa, you will have shades, I'm sure, during the season where they will be explosive. Because they're young, and that could be fun. Just expect a lot of 6-4, 6-5 games this year, Ottawa. <laughs> Probably most of them aren't going to go your way. The other teams in the Atlantic, Boston, you can't count Boston out. They have Bergeron, you know, they they have Tuka Rask and Halak, who I think is probably maybe the best tandem 
in the NHL as far as goaltenders go. But age is catching up with this team a little bit. And at some point, ask the Los Angeles Kings, the good times end. Buffalo is an interesting team. Eichel is fantastic. And I think if he stays healthy, well, if this whole team stays healthy, they may have a chance at a wild card spot. Detroit, wow, how the mighty has fallen in the last couple seasons. I don't even know what else to say about Detroit. Big time rebuild. Florida, they got it going on. I think Florida has a lot of pieces. But again, goaltending could become an issue. And, uh, you know, as far as uh, their new goalie, yeah, Bobrovsky's good. Bobrovsky sometimes, he has his peaks and he has his lows throughout the season. If he doesn't have a, you know, if he doesn't go into too many of those lows, he might be able to clear, to carry Florida, possibly. We'll see. Montreal, I already explained that situation. And Toronto. I think Toronto will definitely make the playoffs. They could even be right behind Tampa. But again, win a playoff round. In the Metropolitan, I'm going to go out in a limb here. And I'm going to say New Jersey. New Jersey made a lot of big moves in the offseason. But we'll see how they gel. Again, though, goaltending is another bit of a question for me in New Jersey. But we'll see. I think the Columbus Blue Jackets are coming in last this year. Wow. Again, like Winnipeg, they lost a lot and got very little in return. And, well, the Metropolitan from there, who the hell knows? Just like every year, Carolina, they're pretty good. And they managed to get by on what I consider mediocre goaltending last year. But in saying that, I don't know. It's okay if you can score 10 goals a game, but if the guy in the net can't stop anything... I don't know. We'll see. I mean, Morazic's pretty good, but can he keep that up? I don't know. The Islanders, big mystery to me. The Rangers, I assume, are going to be the exact same position as they were last year. Don't see any reason why not. The Capitals should be right up there. They're still a good team, and they have Alexander Ovechkin. So you can never count that guy out. Oh, yeah. Wild card for sure. Depends. Wow. You know, you still have Sidney Crosby. And Sidney Crosby is still considered one of the best players in the world. And Malkin, he's pretty consistent. Boy, Kessel is a big loss. I don't know where they think they're going to get those goals from from last year. And their goaltending, Murray. Buddy, I actually don't mind you as a goaltender. But uh, since the Pens have won the Stanley Cup, you have been Mr. Inconsistent. And that does not bode well for the Penguins. The Flyers. The Flyers are young. They're dynamic. They're explosive. The problem is last year, we didn't have anybody in the net for most of the season that could stop a fucking beach ball. This was an issue. This is why Florida games and Philly games were real entertaining. Because they beat 8-6 scores. Because neither team had the goaltending. In saying that, Carter Hart this year, if he continues the pace that he had last year in the back half of the season, the kid has a lot of potential. If he gets going, I don't see why the Flyers couldn't at least get a wild card spot. In the West, the Central, you got to go with the Blues. They won the Stanley Cup last year. You got to go with them. In the Minnesota Wild, that train wreck is coming in last, I'm pretty sure. Chicago, I think they're better on paper than they have been on the ice, but they also have a guy named Patrick Kane. So if he comes on like he can, you never know. And, oh yeah, his buddy Jonathan Taves. Colorado, I think, could be a dark horse this year. They made some interesting changes. I will say this, I'm interested to see how Kadri does there this year. Dallas, who knows? Although they have Big Ben Bishop and Big Big Ben can make a big difference. Nashville, while they're Nashville, even though P.K. Subban is no longer there, 
they're still a pretty good team. And, well, Winnipeg. <laughs> well, we've already gone over that as well. In the Pacific, I don't see why the Flames can't be first again. And the Ducks, other than John Gibson, wow. Wow, these Ducks have drowned. They are awful. I think they're going the route that the LA Kings did, and the LA Kings are still awful. Trust me, they're not making the playoff. Edmonton, I'd given up even, even trying to figure this team out. They have Connor McDavid, so every night they have a chance to win, but by God. This team finds more ways to lose than win. I don't understand it. San Jose, their window of opportunity, I think, is closing. If they don't do it this year, I don't think they're ever going to do it for a while anyways. Arizona is the wild card, I think, in the Pacific. I just have a feeling the way they were last year, they only missed the playoffs by six points. They're young, they're dynamic, and they can skate. And Darcy Kemper in their net last year. Had a career year. And I think that guy's the real deal. Vancouver, I already covered that. I don't know what else to say about them either. The Vegas Golden Knights. Wow! Their first full season with Mark Stone again. Oh, oops. Sorry, Ottawa. I didn't mean to put the knife in. But he's there now. And he is on fire. And I do oh, yeah. and I do like Marc-Andre Fleury. Hey, hey, hey. I still like Marc-Andre Fleury. And I think he's like Roberto Luongo. He's going to be a timeless wonder. I love Fleury. I knew you would. <laughs> now I'm just going to give you quickly who I think are the top 10 players in the league and the top five goaltenders with some honorable mentions. You can, again, Budman, if they don't like my predictions and my choices, where can they uh, send their opinions and viewpoints to? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and now our website. What is Perfect. the search? Nothing sacred. Perfect. I'll go from 10 to 1 on the players list. 10, Johnny Hockey of the Flames. He's a good player. I don't know what else to say. I can't do this list without Steven Stamkos somewhere. So I'm going to put him at number nine. I will say this about Steven Stamkos, though. Maybe he needs to do what Stevie Iserman did years back. Maybe he needs to forget about the numbers, concentrate a little more on his defensive play and his leadership. I don't know. Patrick Kane. I've always liked Patrick Kane of Chicago. Leaf fans, rejoice. You have Austin Matthews. Who, by the way, in your first game, scored two goals. I like Austin Matthews, but I'm a big Mitch Marner fan. But i got to give it to Matthews. That kid is only going to get better and better and better. Victor Hedman of the Lightning, their top defenseman. If I have to explain that to you, I don't know. You need to watch more hockey and follow the Lightning. Of course, Ovechkin of the Capitals. He's Ovi. He's one of the best natural goal scorers in the league and always will be. Kucherov of the Lightning is number four. Again, if I have to explain that to you, you live in a bubble. Nathan McKinnon of the Avalanche. He came into his own last year, and I really like him at number three. Now, as much as this personally pains my ass, but I'm not doing this, this list on a personal level, so I'm keeping it, you know, I'm keeping it real, as they say. So I got to put Sidney Crosby at number two. You know what? He's still Sid the Kid, any way you look at it. And that guy, wow, his numbers don't lie. He's, he's obviously going to be in the hall. That's a no-brainer. I got to give it to him as much as it personally pains me. And Connor McDavid, obviously, I, I don't know how you would even dispute that. That kid is... He's a, yeah, he's above everybody else. He's in a league all his own. few honorable mentions I thought about putting on this list. But, of course, there's so many good players. Speaking of Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl. Although, Dreisaitl, quite frankly, 
He is a good player, but it doesn't hurt being with Connor McDavid, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, Taylor Hall of the Devils. Boy, Edmonton. You may be kicking yourself in the butt still for that one. Marshawn and Bergeron of the Bruins. Mitch Marner, because again, I really like Mitch. And I have to throw in Claude Giroux, because this is a guy that gets consistently every year between 80 and 100 points. My top five goaltenders. Really, this should be of no surprise. If you have a half a hockey intelligence at all. Ben Bishop, number five for the Stars. Big Ben still has it going on. Fleury, number four of Vegas. Just because, again, he's Marc-Andre Fleury. And he's a big-time money goaltender. For sure. When the money's on the line, he's the guy. Carey Price, because he's Carey Price. Again, I like John Gibson of Anaheim. Because I think he's the best part of that team. And, of course, Vasilevsky of Tampa Bay. I mean, you can't be on a team like that and not be number one. I, I do have three honorable mentions, though. Again, Tuka Rask of Boston. Sorry, Lee fans. I'm sure that still hurts. but Not sorry. No. But, uh, yeah, he's he's amazing. Tuka Rask. And then there's, you know, Rene of Nashville. He's still one of the best goalies in the league. And Leafland, yes. I'm going to say it. Your boy Anderson, I've said for a long time, he is a bonafide number one, and the Ducks shit the bed on that one. I remember when he got traded yeah, from I the Ducks. I was so upset because I wanted Philly to get him. He is a, a very good goaltender, for sure. So next week, we'll do a little hockey talk. I want to talk about the Hamilton Bulldogs a little bit, get a little local flair in there. I really want to touch on women's hockey in Canada because this is – a very, very important subject to me. And Canadians, as Canadians and hockey fans, this is a problem. We really need to fix women's hockey in Canada. Seriously. So I want to touch on that. And of course, we'll go over the week that was next week in the NHL. So I want to get to crazy fucking coincidences this week. And yes, it involves two more American presidents. Thomas Jefferson and John Adams. America. America. Both were bitter political rivals later in their careers. Jefferson was Adams' vice president until he went on to beat his boss in the election in 1800. The two men had a love for their country, for sure, and both were instrumental factors in the Declaration of Independence, we all know what that is, which was first signed on July 4, 1776. Both men, ironically enough, also died on the same day, July 4th, 1826. 50 years, people, to the day that the Declaration of Independence was first signed. That, my friends, is timing. That is coincidence. Dun, dun, dun. I now give the floor to Budman and Larry. Have at her, boys. That's all I got to say for now. That's pretty fucked up. It is weird, isn't up. it? Yeah. Some coincidences. Yeah, crazy. You want to know what? <laughs> Fuck it. This is going to be a controversial episode to begin with. So, you ever met someone that has never held a job in their life? Has never had a job in their life? They've been on governmental assistance since the beginning of time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we've all probably met Everybody in the fucking country has met one because the government makes it so easy to scam off of them. And then, who gets to pay for that? Us. Everybody with our tax-paying dollars gets to pay... For someone else to live off of the fucking sweat of our backs. And then they just pop out more children every f***ing year so they get more money. Everybody knows one of these fucking people. For sure. For sure. The plague of society. But what do you do about it? You make it so, one, these fucking welfares 
and so-called special people. What's special? Don't get me wrong. If you need welfare, Define because special, you cannot. Please. Okay. Sorry, I remember but... when being dumb meant you were f***ing dumb. Now it's a... Uh... Like, oh, my knee hurts. Oh, you're special. Oh, my back. Oh. No, no. I remember when... I'm 25 you know, if... and I have a really bad back for yeah, some reason. Yeah, No, I remember when... <laughs> if those you people were... that go, I'm crazy, give me money. Yeah. yeah. Or I remember when, if you were 12... Some of them are you really fucking, <laughs> You fucking ate a Tide Pod or snorted a condom or fucking stabbed yourself. People you want to know what that was? Condoms? Just listen. You don't want to know what that was? Natural fucking selection. Okay? Nowadays, these individuals are classified as special people. They have special needs. Their brains think differently. No, I'm sorry. This is all natural fucking selection. Yeah. Wow. Like, Not enough of it nowadays. Stupid means stupid, and you can't fix stupid. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Holy God, we've all met fucking stupid. Like, everybody's worked with a stupid person. Everyone. Too many. Yeah, and it all depends where you are, okay? What, are you talking geography? Like, what do you mean? No, no, it just depends, like, where you work is how many f***ing stupid people are with you. If you work at a stupid organization, okay, so you're working saying. with a lot of fucking dumb people, okay? Imagine working for welfare. Oh my god, Imagine man. Imagine how many Ugh. stupid fucking people you, like, have to talk like, to and deal with today. And you know I they're would, scamming you, too. Oh, yeah. Us, man, like. Oh, yeah, and then and then welfare people wonder why, like, Oh, my check's getting cut off this month. Woe is me. Wonder why. Because you haven't had a fucking job in your goddamn life. You know, at least in this city, there's things called temp agencies. And they will set you up with a job. All you have to do is call, you dumb shits, make an appointment, and sooner or later, you will probably get a job. Hey, what a concept. Oh, wait, 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 I forgot. Some of you are lazy motherfuckers. Or, or the homeless. Know what work is. <laughs> Speaking of temp agencies, hey, Larry. So I went down to my temp agency the other day. And outside of my temp agency, just cut. You could see my fucking temp agency, okay? There was a homeless guy asking for money on the fucking road. What? <laughs> Are you fucking joking me? When I go to pick up my check, you think I'm going to give you some fucking money because you're standing beside a temp agency that you should probably go in and stop being such a fucking burden on society and fucking, fucking use? job. Concept. Like, I don't know. I just, I remember when society was a lot easier. And I'm not even that old. That's the sad part. It's these fucking millenniums. Millennials, yeah. Whatever they're fucking called. They're fucking re- <laughs> Point is, is like, ah, oh. Like, when I heard of the Tide Pod Challenge, I was like, there's no way this is real. And then I looked up videos. And then I researched a little we bit into how kids are, were dying from it. And you want to know what I said? You should slap their parents for having nope. them. No, well, that, and... You should snort Tide Powder now. <laughs> Probably built a tolerance to the pods. That's just like, that's just like <laughs> these fucking, this opiate crisis that we're having that I just found out. You want to know why we're having an opiate crisis? Because Please tell us. we've been safeguarding people. I'm sorry. When, when you're, here's how I imagine it, okay? Some idiot, even if you're just trying opiates, okay? Oh, your buddy died off fucking blue fentanyl the other day. Fuck it, let's try green fentanyl. It's not blue fentanyl. 
<laughs> no. Okay. Man, some people don't even know they're actually taking opiates too. Like, like a lot of people go to the doctors, get prescribed some medicine, and they'll be given fucking fentanyl or like something fucking crazy that the doctors shouldn't fucking give them. And then they go home, they take this, they get fucking addicted to it, and then they don't get rid of their pain. It just kind of numbs it, and it, it's just this bullshit cycle. That's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, hey, hey. Hey. Yeah, no. A lot this of is doctor's fault. Like, obviously, there's heroin and like yeah, yeah. meth and shit on the streets, but that's fucking. No, I'm talking. Not, I'm not the talking average about, person like, is not gonna pick up a needle and shove it in their arm or cook meth on a fucking spoon and pipe it. I don't know. You fucking. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not fucking saying like the people that got addicted through their doctors or whatever. I'm talking about these fucking. Even, okay, I'm sorry. Some of those people, too. They're fucking useless. I'm sorry. No, I'm not, actually. But, um, I don't, I don't care about the fucking druggies that OD every day. I really don't. That's natural selection. That's what it is. Oh, but wait. And population control for the government. But wait. Conspiracy theory. But wait. <laughs> Isn't drug addiction a disease? Is it? It's just like alcoholism. Is exactly. obesity a disease? No. That's a fucking choice sometimes. I Most look at times. those two as the same exact thing. It's your choice to get fat. It's your, it's your choice, choice to, to fuck exercise. yourself up. <laughs> it's not a disease. No, what is a disease? Religion! Well, before we get into false promises and exaggerated claims, I just want to say right now, for the record, if you are offended easily, or you're too sensitive, and your butthole is sore, now's the time to either fast forward past this segment, or turn it the fuck off. Probably just turn it off. If you didn't like the last spiel, you really aren't gonna like this one. <sighs> this topic really, really sets me off. It's the greatest bullshit story ever told. It's about control... It's about power, and it was built on a campaign of fear. The only thing real about fucking religion is the corruption and all the bullshit that takes place with inside the church. Oh, that's real. But again, if you listen to last episode, if you fucking believe that there's an invisible man in the fucking sky that looks down on you, turn this off now. Because I'm really about to shit in your fucking parade. All over. Where do I start? Here's a fucking institution that's over 2,000 years old. It was built on bullshit. Ten commandments. Ten fucking things in the world that you mustn't do. Because if you do, you're going to hell. To a place that is so terrible, your worst fucking nightmares will come true. People, 2,000 fucking years ago, some goddamn Jews decided to write a book of bullshit. Then they went around to all the weak-minded people in the fucking world, and there were a lot of them at the time, started to spread this fucking bullshit. This is an institution that makes billions upon billions of dollars every year. They don't pay taxes. And anyways, why, if they're making that much money, and they're not paying taxes, 
Why is it when you turn on your TV late at night, there's some fucking asshole preaching God saying, Hey, God needs money. We need your money. Please give us donations. Where in the fuck is that money going? You know where it's going? You know where it's going? See those fat rings on the Pope's fingers? That's where it's going. Makes the Pope a baller. Big baller. That's where it's going. Don't take my word about the corruption. Just as an example, do you know that there's been 265 official Pope? Not all of them have been shitty. But, most of them. <laughs> but, there are a few examples, and don't take my word for it, you can look it up. But I will sum up in a minute what all these people had in common. First, there's Pope Boniface VIII, then Pope Clement VI, Pope like Urban II, Pope Benedict IX, the list goes on and on. They're just some examples, look them up. But I'll, I'll give you in a nutshell exactly what they all have in common. They have breed. They have homosexuality, they have wars in the name of God, racists, rapists, fucking sodomizers, pieces of fucking shit. Look it up. It's out there. But that is the general idea. Now, I'm not saying all of them are bad. There have been some good popes that have followed tradition and do whatever the fuck it is pope does, and everybody's fine. But what I'm saying is... These are some of the first founders of the Vatican and the Pope fucking bullshit. This is an institution, the Vatican. This is an institution built on blood. It is built on suffering. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. Now, hey, wait a minute. The current Pope, though, before I shit too much on the Vatican, I will give the current Pope credit. You know what? At least he's trying to be with the time. He believes that science has its place. He has said openly that he believes that there's probably other life out there in outer space. You know what? He even gave a shout out to the atheist saying, hey, we can still get to heaven too. Oh, hallelujah. Do you know what? It's a thought that counts. Thanks, Popey. You know what? The new guy's okay with me. At least he's progressive. But again, and he's young. But here's the thing. The Vatican. They also supposedly have a lot of things hidden in their secret archive. And these archives, it's a real thing. It was founded in 1611 by Pope Paul V. It's always had crazy security. To this day, only Vatican officials and qualified academics are allowed access. And then they're only allowed access with a letter of recommendation. That's crazy. wonder what's in that vault. Well, okay, here's, here's, I'm just going to give you three theories, quick theories on things that could possibly be in the Vatican. First off, there is a rumor that they do have the world's largest porn collection. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> This is you know true. what you know. I'd hide my porn there too. I'd yeah, be like no one's ever. But seen you know this. what? Knowing their priests, probably different kind of porn. No, no. But <laughs> seriously, even even when it comes to art that's back in the 16th century that they've collected, all the way up to internet porn, the whole nine yards, ladies and so gentlemen. Like super old school porn. <laughs> this is just a <laughs> rumor. Like fucking porno pigs. mags. I don't know, but this is just a rumor. Another one is that they actually have extraterrestrial artifacts. And they're the ones behind the whole conspiracy of keeping aliens out away from the public. Because then they have to admit that, oh wait, we're not it. And there's not one fucking almighty God that fucking created everything. And fucking fuck. Fuck. Anyways. Hate, 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 hate. <laughs> and then they say that there's details of Jesus' bloodline. Possibly. Okay, here's the fucking thing. I'm not even going to justify this with a fucking response. 
Okay, because I'd be like looking for Snow White's fucking bloodline. It amounts to the same fucking thing, as far as I'm concerned. I found Cinderella. It's like voting for Green Party. But here's the thing. <laughs> this is the part of religion that really pisses me off. <sighs> religion is the cause of war. As an example, the Crusades. They had a couple, either one, all in the name of God. How many people got slaughtered for nothing? They were oppressed people who got slaughtered because they don't want to take it anymore. So in the name of God, these heathens were slain. And all their shit got robbed. Like all that gold at the Vatican. I heard that like most of it was from the, the Crusades. So like they just traveled and robbed, killed, brought it back and was like, God said this was ours. <laughs> okay, God. Let's start with God, shall we? It's a good fucking place to start. First off, if you have any kind of fucking logic at all, please tell me what kind of a fucking loving God would first off leave the world in the heap of shit, the heaping, steaming pile of fucking dumb that we're fucking in now. Why would he let his children suffer? Second off, besides the suffering, are you going to worship a fucking deity that allows, and they allow it, and it fucking goes on, and it's been going on forever, the corruption in the church, and I'm not talking individual churches, obviously. Hey, hey, whatever. If you want to go to church, go to fucking La La Land every Sunday. That's your business. I'm not saying your church is bad. What I'm about to say is the fucking institution of it itself. How in the fuck, this blows my mind. First off, how in the fuck do you get involved with a fucking, we'll call, you know what, we'll call it, sure, we'll call it an institution, for, for lack of a better word. Why would you get yourself involved in an institution that has a history, first off, of brainwashing people and scaring the living shit out of them? You're scaring them into oppression. Why would you want to be involved in something like that to begin with? Never mind the fact that they go against their own principles and their own rules. Not all of them, but some of them do. But then every other motherfucker involved is still guilty because they turn a blind fucking eye to fucking racists and fucking rapists. Fucking diddlers. I don't want to be involved in a, with a god when I can justify as a follower, hey, you know what? I think I'm going to f*** a kid today. Are you fucking kidding me? Fucked up. And then manipulate that kid so it continues for as long as humanly possible, all in the name of God. Well, you know what? They make up their excuses. God, for whatever reason, at the end of the day, God says I should fuck you up the ass. And then the worst part is, is when it all comes out, they just get transferred. Like... Oh, it fucking enrages me to no end that an institution that was built off of other people's fucking blood and lie and fucking manipulation and fucking crime against other human beings starting fucking war. I don't care if it's in the fucking past. Why would you want to be involved in something like that? And certainly, why in the hell would you want your life being dictated by basically the tooth fairy? Because that's what it fucking amounts to. This shit drives me absolutely batshit fucking crazy. The madness. So, we're going to have a word from our sponsor. Holy fuck. You know what? Common sense isn't fucking common anymore. Obviously. I'm not having a word from our sponsor. You know something? Here we... <clears throat> Motherfuckers in the Middle East 
have been killing each other forever. Forever! And in the name of what? Half these motherfuckers don't even know anymore. Because my god doesn't like your god? Is, is that a fair assessment? Yeah, I'm pretty sure too, like same religion too, but it's different uh, sanctions, I guess. Different bullshit. You know, there's like Catholic, and then there's Christian. Right. And there's like Protestant, whatever it is. Same thing there, except imagine Catholics were fighting the Christians. <laughs> okay. So and now, basically, it comes weird. down so, to basically, bullshit. yeah, my God is better than your God. Yeah, they fight over a different version of the same God. That's fucking And then, the real fanatics turn around and fucking do terrorist attack and bullshit on the name of fucking, <laughs> I'm just going to say it. All in the name of Allah or whatever the fuck God that they're personally praying to. Isn't it out there? Where some shit? they're going to go and fuck 40 virgins when they're so, dead or some fucking bullshit. I don't even give a fuck if I'm politically correct or not. I'm pissed off. But you get the fucking idea. There's an example of religion fucking people over. That's been one continuous war down there forever. You don't want to know my solution. I think another really religious war is like the fight for Jerusalem too. Like that little piece of land there that people have been fighting over for like thousands of years just because some book deems it holy land, which I think is so bullshit. It's almost as bad as the Crusades there. I think part of the Crusades were even to take Jerusalem back, weren't they? Yeah. So even that was about fucking Jerusalem. Like, I don't understand why. People would believe so hardcore that that is holy land. It's fucked up. Shouldn't it be this land is my land, this land is your land? You know the song, how yeah, it goes. Yeah. <laughs> but they can't do that. And now, a word from our sponsors. Hello, Moses here. Want to get closer to God? You've heard of resurrected Jesus. Well, now introducing Erected Jesus, that's right. For the low price of $24.99, we will send you your own personal Jesus fucking Christ dildo. I've been touched by Jesus, and fuck me, Jesus is amazing. We analyzed ancient texts all over the world to bring you the exact length and girth of Jesus' white snake. Be one with Jesus. I've been filled with the Holy Spirit. Just like Mary Magdalene. Call 1-800-555-6666 today. It's a religious experience. To purchase your very own Jesus fucking Christ dildo. Call within the next 20 minutes and we'll give you a discount on your very own devil's glory hole. That's right, the devil's glory hole. Ask us about authenticity featuring Italian Jesus, German Jesus, United Kingdoms Jesus, United States Jesus comes with a gun, Belgium Jesus, Elephant Jesus, France Jesus, Spain Jesus, Canadian Jesus, Brazilian Jesus, Polar Bear Jesus, Japanese Jesus, Australian Jesus, Holland Jesus, South African Jesus, Mexican Jesus, Malaysian Jesus, Whale Jesus, Chinese Jesus, Turkey Jesus, Switzerland Jesus, Sweden Jesus, Switzerland Jesus, Sweden Jesus, Russian Jesus, South Korean Jesus, Indian Jesus, Moroccan Jesus, and now for beginners, Midget Jesus!
I'm closer to God now. Orgasms may vary. And we're back! So, now we're gonna get into the more political side, and I've got a lot to fucking say, because I'm a first-time voter. Did you know that, Larry? No. Yeah, I'm a first-time voter. And Fuck yeah, I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> and I went to go do research for this. And the more I research, the more that it just pissed me off. I don't know how we're not rioting as a f***ing country in between the four choices we have as a fucking political overview. It's absolutely bullshit. We get to pick for in between fuck near to some change or none, or step back four years, a fucking unicorn, because that's what the Green Party pretty much amounts to, fucking and the NDPs, I don't, I don't know what to call them. Your ugly stepsister, let's say that. Okay. <laughs> I've got, I've, here's, here's what the NDV's platform pretty much is, from what I've researched. It's like called them the New Democratic Pricks. Yeah. <laughs> so, their whole thing is a new deal for people, and that's why, like, their acronym is NDP. Oh, oh that makes sense, right? Is it? So, they want to clean up the economy and make oh, clean jobs, which I'm 100% for, as long as they're not taking jobs away to make those clean jobs. What's the difference between that and a dirty job? Clean energy jobs. Oh, okay. Like, they don't produce any kind of harmful shit, or if it does, they get rid of it properly. I thought they meant, like, all dirty jobs with micro there. They're gonna get rid of all of those jobs. And, um, their healthcare, they've got a lot of stat- they've got a lot of things they want to do with it. To make sure everyone has access to medication when they need it, how the fuck are they gonna do this? And who gets to decide who needs it? You know what I mean? They want to put PharmaCare back in place in Ontario and everywhere in Canada and make it 100% free. And they want to cover everyone from head to toe with a healthcare plan, which is free dental for- and this is for, like, the what, what do you call them lower class yeah lower class people yeah fucking they want to make it so you pay with your health card not your credit card kind of thing and they want to give everybody free dental vision care hearing care expand home care and mental health care and addiction care excuse me can I say something? Yeah. Who's going to pay for this yeah the that's magical uh, that's, money that's theory? what's going on okay that's exactly what but I'm thinking. Let's, let's just stop for a second here. Addiction care. Oh, You're gonna put me. my tax money into addiction care? Are you fucking joking me? This goes back to natural selection. If those people were fucking dumb enough to get addicted to shit and... Oh, I'm so addicted. I'm gonna stop. Then you fucking deserve to die. Does that mean we have to pay for Weight Watchers? Yeah, like, seriously. <laughs> we're all broke. We're fucked. Like, taxes are going to skyrocket. Yeah, because you're going to end up paying for all that. And their first day in office, they wanted to clear a medical emergency on the opiate crisis. Now, for you, the, for those of you that don't know what the opiate crisis is, seven, roughly 17 people die a day in Canada from opiate overdoses. Good. Fucking good. That is called natural selection. Again, like, if all those people could just leave Canada, I don't want to say it, but I'm going to die, Canada would be a much more prosperous country. You know what? Our economy would be a lot fucking better because a lot more people would be fucking working. You, you can clap. You can clap. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and they want to end the stigma towards drugs like opiates. I'm fine for that, okay? Like, I don't want some fucking ODing 
idiot to feel like he's going to get arrested after he gets treatment, which he should. But we'll get to that some other time. I don't, I don't want them to fucking like, they don't have to die and they would see some other light or somehow go to the magical bullshit in the sky and, oh, I've come back. I'm a different, I don't give a fuck. Okay. But those people that just keep ODing. You mean the people that found God? Yes. <laughs> the people that have found God. But those people that just keep on ODing and fucking keep going back to the drugs, those people deserve to fucking die. Okay, and he wants to uh, end the policy of carding. If you don't know what carding is, carding is the act when police, mainly Toronto police in Ontario, I know they did it in Vancouver in 2018, and it proved to be a waste of f***ing time, but, um, and resources and tax-paying money, but, um... Pretty much in Toronto, the police can stop anyone they want without a reason and record certain data about you, such as like your name, race, the associates you're with, and they put that all in a special database, which is supposed to help them stop crime. How the fuck? And their big complaint lately has been that it's been towards black people and fucking all different races but white. Well, it's being done in Toronto, people. I digress. And that was, what, the NDP? That was the NDP. So, now we get to the magical unicorn party, the Green Party. Because they don't have everything they want to do sounds fucking awesome. But we will pay through the ass for them to do it. And then they'll be like, oh, we, we did it, guys. We did it. But guess what? We're going to raise your taxes again anyways. Like, it's just bullshit. Okay. They're not realistic. They're not. They're sure. like fucking fairy tale land. So their vision, this is their platform. Their vision is to get to, to is for like 2030. So the year of 2030 is when everything will be at an end. But uh, they want to make... The world? What? As no, we we're... <laughs> their vision <laughs> ends. <laughs> their, visit, their vision ends. Oh, okay. They want to make housing just, affordable. They can't see past 2030. Yeah, they want they want to make housing more affordable, which you can't see past their asses. <laughs> <laughs> they want to make housing more affordable, which I'm for. But how the fuck are you gonna do this, realistically? And then they want to universalize pharmacare, which every fucking pretty much every platform wants to do that, but the conservatives, I'm pretty sure. And um, they want to abolish student debt, pretty much. And make tuition abolished as well for university, trade schools, and colleges, which I'm 100% for too. I would, I would actually pay my taxes and be happy to pay my taxes if I was getting taxed out the asshole for free education. Hey, look, look, I've always said this. You know what? If I was guaranteed to get my fucking roads fixed, if I was guaranteed to see fucking progress real progress of trying to get junkies off the street and get them help if this is a big if if health care was completely free in education do you know something i would pay 20 percent in fucking taxes as oh, long as i man. saw some fucking results i don't think i'm alone here when i say that i wouldn't mind paying taxes for a fucking change, as long as they put up the minimum wage to fucking offset fucking the right. tax raise, I'm okay with it if I'm seeing fucking more doctors coming in. If I'm seeing, you know, new books going into fucking schools. I mean, I can go on with this fucking list forever and ever. But my point is, I just believe most people would be willing to pay the taxes if you've seen results. 
Look it, we're paying taxes right now. How many fucking times a day do you run into a pothole? Or, you know, your fucking sidewalks are cracked to shit. Or you're walking down and all of a sudden it becomes a fucking dirt path for some reason. <laughs> you know, the garbage, like I said last podcast, the garbage and the fucking streets and shit. It just goes on and on. So, so... You know, you know where I'm going with this. Oh, yeah. Thank you. So their their whole trade school college thing is they know that the secondary school front is kind of suffering, so that's why they're making their tuitions higher and higher, which I still think is kind of fucking bullshit. But with how much tuition is, but they will put ten billion dollars into post secondary, and where the fuck does that come out of, guys? <laughs> Our pockets. Did Our say, pockets. Say ten billion. Ten billion. I'm not lying. That's what she said, okay? They promise a livable income, maybe not within the first year, but they will start within the first year. Well, that's mighty white of them. Oh, oh, I know. And they want to provide full dental to low-income Canadians, universal child care across Canada. Oh, sure. Because dental's such a big deal. Now, here's, okay, here's where I get Green Party, okay? This is pretty much the only thing I really want one... One of our leaders to actually fucking do, because this has been a taxpayer's problem since the beginning of time. You pay taxes and your your residential government's going fucking one way with them, your provincial government's going fucking the other way, and the actual government's fucking up in space or some shit, doing God knows what. I want... Green Party wants to create a policy of Canadian government with provincial governments at a table with four quarters. In one of these quarters will be indigenous people. I will get to them in a second. In the second corner will be municipalities. In the third corner will be provincial, and in the fourth corner will be the normal government. Okay, I've just got to get back to the indigenous shit. Every platform right now has got something that they want to apologize to the indigenous about. Every fucking platform. I'm sorry, it happened. You were fucking raped in residential schools. It happened, okay? You got apology. Black people didn't. You know what? You should be happy enough as it is. You're talking to black people in America, right? Yeah, slavery. They had the slavery yeah. down there. We did not, for the record. Yeah, My point is, is I have actually talked to First Nation people that I know, and they don't give a fuck. They really don't. Because we're so many generations past this, that kids just hear it as history, and that's what it is. Do you know what, in my opinion, I'm just putting it out there, that it could have been way worse. You could have been the American Indian. That's it. it. Way worse. Like? Way worse. Seriously. I can't, I can't stress this enough, man. We... It was like so long ago. Yeah, we can focus... Yeah. It's our, history, that's people. It. History. We yeah. can focus our tax money on something else than helping, or not helping, sorry, fucking saying sorry to the indigenous and giving them all these tax rebates and bullshit because it happened. It fucking happened. Get over it. Hey, our government's fucked us over too, man. <laughs> exactly. Damn. And we didn't get compensation. Yeah, as the... The black American about reparations. See yeah. what they tell you. Okay, so back to fucking the Green Party. Fuck. Okay, so they want to raise corporate tax for large businesses to uh, 21% more on top of what it was, which in 2018, the general large corporation tax was 11.5%. So in 2019 and 2020, 
it'll be 31.5%, which, if you think about it, big corporations in Canada should be paying this high tax. Oh, absolutely. 100%. I'm with you there. Okay, and they fucking can. And they want to put a 0.2 tax... big pharma. Hey, hey, hey. They want to put a 0.2 tax on every financial transaction. Oh! 0.2. Yeah, that adds up, man. Think about that. Exactly. That's everybody in Canada. They want to deal with these outside businesses that are coming in, like Netflix, Airbnb. All right, so people in big cities are building these big buildings or renting a lot of apartments out on Airbnb for dirt cheap. And what that's doing is, since it's so costly and there's so many of them, it's driving housing costs up all over these cities. And that's what Airbnb does. So they pay, like, no taxes on this shit, too. And that's, like, another thing that's really, really bad. So they want to take all these companies and start taxing them, which they should be taxed. If they run out of Canada, they should definitely be taxed for Canadians. Oh, this is their big thing. They will end fossil fuels in the first year. Will they? Will they? In other words, they will cripple Canada in the, the first year. year. <laughs> uh, they want, they want no to change our voting system so that if there is a majority seating in the House of Commons or whatever, that that person does not have 100% power. So we can't get a dictator like Trump stuck in power. We don't really get a, like anybody stuck in power anyways. I know, I know. But it's like three or four year term. That's that's literally what they want to do. And uh, they want to make more. They want to make Parliament more respectful and more like a workplace. That's bullshit. Let's be real. Well, what is it now? It's probably because Elizabeth May gets chirped too hard in Parliament all the time. <laughs> okay, so that's the Maple Leaf Green Party. That's I. I wasn't going any further. Because the more I went through it, the more Maple Leaf it went. It's just as simple as that. It's very Maple Leaf. So, the Liberals are next. As we know, they've been in power for the last four years. What they've done in the last four years is they've created one million jobs. They've put more money in the parents' pockets. Legalized marijuana! (laughs) Protected the environment. So-called. Get into that in a second. They've put 900,000 people out of the poverty line, and they've increased grants by 50%. So no student has to start to pay off their loan until they're making $25,000 a year. Damn, you black face. It's a joke. It's a joke. (laughs) What they say they will do when they're re-elected is make living more affordable. Every party is going for this. Pretty standard, probably. It's pretty standard. Yeah, living cost is getting... They want to... They want to make Canada safer. I heard they want to have, like, net zero emissions by 2030. Yeah. They want to flight... Uh, is fight. that realistic, though? Do you think? No. No, no. They'll put it down to uh, zero by 2050. About 2050. Is that still realistic? I don't know if they do it correctly. They want to flight... the ground fucking running. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> like, holy shit. They want to fight climate change. Well, who doesn't want to do that? Uh, they're going to cut taxes again and save families up to $600 <laughs> more a year in taxes, which is woo, cool. They say they're going to lift 30,000 more people out of the poverty line. Mm. 
But do they just literally walk in, pick them up, lift them up? <laughs> and then drop them? Yeah, then drop them back Maybe, down. maybe. Yeah, they just have to get them above the line for at least, like, a second count. They say they'll stay focused on the blue on the blue collar citizens, not the 1% that is rich and wealthy, which is bullshit, because pretty much every politic is about corporations and bullshit like that. Look at Trudeau buying the Trans-Canada fucking pipeline right after he was like, we care so much about the fucking environment. Ooh. Like, fuck no. And then and then on top of that, he was like, we care about what the indigenous people say. When he bought that pipeline, it went right through their fucking land. And you want to know what? He didn't give a fuck. Just moved him on. Okay, can... Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Like, the Trans-Canada pipeline, I'm pretty sure still hasn't been fully built because of this. But it's not like they really give a fuck. They're just buying more time so the indigenous people eventually say fuck it. Never mind. Never mind, because... That pipeline, too, it's not like there isn't a pipeline there. It's literally a duplicate pipeline that yeah. follows a track of the same a pipe that's already there. So it's, like, it's useless. <laughs> this one's a good one. They'll give the municipalities the power to ban guns, and they'll take guns that belong on the battlefield, like fucking AK-47s and that bullshit, and they're gonna ban it from certain places in Canada. I'm kind of all for that. I don't want to be one of those assholes that's like, fuck guns, but in Canada, let's be real. We aren't allowed to carry guns. How many times have you actually needed a fucking gun in your lifetime? Kimmy, I need my AK every day. <laughs> like, realistically, it's not like I'm walking down the street and I'm getting fucking robbed every day. It's not happening. Get like a taser. Yeah, like... That worried. Fuck a gun. <laughs> yeah, and they, they say they're going to hit zero emissions by 2050. It's not very... Uh, yeah, you better, like... Uh, and if they do that... Get off the ground If running. they do that, they will be, the, will be the leader in clean technology by 2050. I don't think we'll be the leader. Have you seen what, like... What is it? Is it Iceland? I think it's Iceland. They're, like, steam-run, like, pure geothermal. Their buses, their cars. That's so dope. Like, everything is geothermal. It's crazy. Okay. Even their heating of their house. So, for the schooling, as we know, they've done a lot for our schooling system in the past four years. Yeah, I have to give them that. Like, That's fair. They have done some shit for us. And if they get reelected, what they want to do is they will increase the student grant up to 40% more, which will bring the max grant up to $4,200, which, for a student, that's pretty good. Like, that covers some tuition or whatever. Some. <laughs> yeah, not all of it because... But anyhow, student loans will have a grace period of two years, and after you're done school, you'll start paying it after the two years. And then it has no interest, and then you won't have to pay it unless you're making 30000 a year. Mighty way to the liberals. And then we get down to the conservatives. I know they like to tax us a lot, and they usually set us back. I could not find a lot of information about the conservatives platform. I had to go directly to their website, and their website's confusing as f They're like the ninjas of the political community. So, you'll never see Andrew Shear coming. <laughs> <laughs> Larry, tell everybody what uh, Andrew Shear's last, last work experience was. He, uh, he sold fake insurance for a couple years. And the time before that? I'm pretty sure he was a grocer. He worked at a grocery store. And then the time before that? Nothing. He was sitting on his mom's couch, 
Sucking her fucking breast milk. That's that's the leader of the conservative party. Okay. So, he wants to do stuff for the volunteers, which is honestly, that's awesome. People volunteer and risk their lives every day. They should be getting these tax rebates. Amen. And they should be getting what they deserve for it. So, the firefighters and search and rescue people... Yeah, you can volunteer for these. Nice. Make the number... They're going to make the number of hours required to get the federal tax credit from 200 to 150 per year. And on top of $450 they receive a year for stuff that they pay for this out of their own pocket, they're going to lower the required hours before you start getting that to 50 hours. So you only have to volunteer 50 hours, and then you'll start getting your, like, $450, which is pretty low fucking amount for that. Isn't part of volunteering not getting I know. paid? I know. So, like... But, uh, and then they're planned... <laughs> they're, they're planned <laughs> like, for a head. I'm sorry, I don't think taxpayers' money should go to pay volunteers. You fucking volunteer knowing you're not gonna get shit. Sorry, like... Well, it already does. But anyhow, it's an oxymoron. <laughs> a, um, they're playing. That's why he sold fake insurance right there. <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck? So their plan for ahead is any conservative party. Scrap Trudeau's carbon tax. Yeah. Right they, off the bat, uh, that's they first have day. To undo the liberals. Yeah, shit. they're uh, introducing a universal tax savings for uh, couples, and it will make let them save up to uh, eight hundred and fifty dollars. Ooh. Take GST off home heating costs, which will apparently save us to $107. And then they're going to introduce the green public transit tax credit, which can save you up to $1,000 if you have a family of four. Fuck, I better start fucking. (laughs) Yes, the conservatives is really about family. Making a maternity benefit tax... Which will save women $4,000 in taxes. And then uh, children's fitness tax credit, which will allow parents to claim up to $1,000 for sports. And uh, children's arts and learning tax credit, letting parents claim up to $500 okay, for well, arts back and up, learning. Back up, back up, back up. What was the second one again? It's a uh, children's fitness tax credit. Hey! Just putting it out there. You know, we wouldn't even need this tax if children stopped being in front of the TV 24-7, went outside and actually got some exercise. You know my day, you know what it was? You'd eat. If you didn't have to go to school that day, you'd have your breakfast. Get the fuck out of the house. Go do something. Use your imagination. Run around. Get some exercise. Be crazy. Come back before dark. I'll feed your ass. Okay, We still had (laughs) fucking kids. In my day, didn't really matter, but at least everybody went out and actually fucking did something. So that tax, is that like literally the government saying like, we will give you money if your kids aren't fat? No, it's, if you enroll your kid in a program and you pay for that program and pay for all the equipment like hockey, then you can claim that on your taxes and get it back. Okay. As long you as won't it's get up, it all back. You'll get up to $1,000 of it back. I don't know why we're going to pay tax okay, for this, but, but it's, it's still... a idea and make it so it's not thousands of dollars for your fucking kid to play hockey. Like Exactly. That would be a way better solution. Okay. No, we did. We went out in the street or found a frozen pond. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell you pretty much what my dream of Canada would pretty much be. This is why I would riot. This is what I'd riot for, okay? 
if I was a fucking Canadian, which I am. Let's start a riot. Yeah. So, my vision of a perfect Canada is 100% free healthcare. Dental, hearing, everything. Fucking... If I want my balls bigger, I want it to be free. Exactly. I don't know about that one, actually. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, equal pay for skill. That doesn't mean, okay, if I'm fucking working somewhere and a chick comes in and just because she's got a set of titties means she gets paid the same as me. No, I do the job 10 times better. I get paid more. It's how it fucking goes. Goes the other way, too. Yeah, same. If she does the job 10 times fucking better, she gets paid more. That's how it fucking is. That's how it should be, okay? Second off, I want men's shelters. For you that don't know, there is only really one men's shelter in Canada. Did you know that? Men's shelter for what exactly? For abused men. Okay. People, men that... I know, you're laughing, but I'm serious, man. Women want equal rights. No, they just want rights. You can't say... Okay, I know it's kind of funny thinking of a guy running away from abuse... This and that, but it happens. There's some big bitches out there. It happens, man. Believe it or not. Men do run away from their fucking women that abuse them with fucking their children, and they have nowhere to go. Unless they're in a... I forget where it is, but unless they're in that country, like that province, you're fucked. You're going to mom's, I guess. Wasn't it Saskatchewan? Yeah, I think it's Saskatchewan. But point is, is yeah, more men's shelters. Politicians that... Make you want to go out and vote. That don't make you fucking feel like it's not even a point. Because nothing's going to happen. And if I don't go vote, I'm still fucking my country anyways. That's fucked. We should have rioted long fucking time ago. Like politicians that do what our country needs and not do what everybody says. You know what I mean? Like every time something pops up in the world... Everybody jumps on that bandwagon. Like, for an example, this climate change. Yeah, I know we do need examples on climate change. But at the start of this election hype, you heard absolutely nothing about it. As soon as Greta Thunberg said something about climate change, every single fucking party down to the People's Party of Canada has a fucking climate change plan by 2050 to be net zero or some bullshit fucking thing like that. I don't know. Green Party's always been talking about it. Well, they talk a lot of yeah, shit. Yeah, but they yeah, talk but a that, lot of bullshit. That's the Green Party thing. They've always been that we need environmental change. I, like, I understand them of all people to do that. But like, I'm just using it as an example yeah. that every single party when, And it seems every, t- every time there's an election, like real problems get overshadowed by hyped up issues like this. And it's... It's not good for our country. No. I want I want politicians that when they say they're going to fucking do something, it's not an empty promise. They don't promise the fucking world and give us half or a fucking quarter. They promise what they can fucking deliver. And that's it. No bullshit. And then on top of that, they give us what's going to happen. Like, if they say dental's going to be free, here's how we're going to fucking do it. 100% of it. We're going to raise the taxes or something. I don't want to hear this after it's done. That's fair. As a Canadian citizen, it pisses me off. Second off, I want fucking people to riot. This isn't like my perfect world, but I want people to riot for this. I'm fucking (laughs) sick and tired of Canada being treated like a fucking piece of shit. It's just rolling around in four shits named NDP, Liberals, Green Party, and fucking Conservatives. Riot. They're just rolling in it. 
And the Canadian, and we're the fucking corn on the shit. That's what we are as citizens. We are that, we're the piece of corn. The little peanuts. Yeah, the little peanuts and pieces of corn. The peanuts are the 1% of the rich population. Or another analogy you can look at it is, you're a Jewish kid at your bar mitzvah. You're looking for women to fuck to become a man. But then you realize your mom only invited your cousins. It doesn't work out. One's got a lazy eye. One's face is fucked up. The other one's got left tits that's a little bit too big. The other one is just too fat. Green party. Like, unless you're in Madoc, the situation does not work out. <laughs> it just doesn't. I don't know, man. <laughs> so let's pick your poison. Yeah, Basically. when it comes to voting, I suggest everybody does vote, but please, if you're gonna vote, I'm gonna be fucking that person. Don't vote conservatives. They're gonna fuck this country. They're gonna bring us four steps back <laughs> in one year. Yeah. And they aren't gonna help climate change. That's what the conservatives are good at, undoing everything. Yeah, and they've been, they've always been liars. They have a long history of fucking lying. Oh, for sure. A lot of empty promises. Big time. A lot. And more than a normal politician. That's pretty much all I got to rant about about fucking politics. I know who I'm voting for, and it's still shitty, because out of all of them, he's the least shittiest. He's like the one that's got the lazy eye, I guess. If I was in Madoc, yeah. the least shittiest? <laughs> the least shittiest would be the lazy... What, which one you take? The fucking... The one that don't look like a goat? And on that note, next week, we're gonna have Dr. J on, our relationship expert. That's right, we have a relationship expert. <laughs> it's gonna be good. Also, what will our intern do for a gram of weed? We're going to find out next week in his first segment as well. And we have a whistleblower you will not believe. More hockey talk, and we will talk comedy, and we will talk about some funny motherfuckers. Well, I like to end this show with just some random bullshit that I have noticed or has come to my attention or things that I've thought about that really fucking annoy me or piss me off. Let's start with... Things that the internet should stop glorifying. I'm on the fucking internet every goddamn day. And I'm scrolling around and wow. Some of the shit that I see on the internet. Fortnite. As an example. These stupid viral fucking challenges. D do you remember the cinnamon challenge? Yeah, I did that for a sub. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> stupid. It is stupid. I almost fucking, I swear to God I was dying. There's fucking. That cinnamon come out my nose, man. There's fucking shit like that every day in the internet. Somebody's challenging somebody else. I don't know. Stick a sock up your ass. Or fucking... iPod. Yeah, it's all no over loot. the fucking internet. And no it drives me fucking crazy. You know what? People, grow the fuck up. Why do we need to respond with everything on the internet with a viral challenge? Hey, let's do this. And then try to get other dumb motherfuckers to do the same shit. And I'm not talking about funny shit. I'm not even talking about stupid shit. Shit that actually will fuck you up. It's ridiculous. Like, back to my one example. Who's the first fucking moron that decided, you know what? I'm going to take a fucking big spoonful of cinnamon. And I'm going to try to eat it. That sounds like fun. No, the best one is the Tide Pod Challenge. Or the snorting the condom. That's, That's a real to, fucking thing. It is. We yeah. used to beat the shit out of kids in high school for doing that. And now it's a challenge. 
to snort it and pull it out your mouth. So also, I see every day, you know, these react videos. Basically, everything on the internet has a reaction. Everybody's got to put in their two fucking cents. It doesn't matter if it's a fucking movie review or, you know, what... I don't know. When Gordon Ramsay puts in his two cents, it's fucking hilarious. Okay, that's funny. Sure. But does everybody under the sun have to do a reaction video? People you don't even know who the fuck they are. You're never going to know who the fuck they are. But, hey, they got to react to every fucking thing they see. You know who's famous for that kind of shit? Facebook. Facebook. Am I wrong? Nope. There's a prime fucking example. And please, what in the fuck is this fascination with the fucking Cardassians? It's ridiculous. You know what? That's a perfect example of fucking your way to the top. <laughs> Slut. Whore. <laughs> Hoa. She's so fucking... They're all so fucking stupid. They do boring, stupid-ass shit. Yet, somehow they get all this attention. You know what? There must be a lot of 14-year-old dumb schoolgirls in the fucking world. That's all I have to say. That is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Earlier this week, I was at work, and I was having a conversation with somebody. And partway through the conversation, they start saying to me, If I were you, I'd do this. Then I got thinking about it later. If I were you, I'd do this. Yeah, but motherfucker, you're not me. It's a fucking oxymoron. Think about it. Think about it. If I were you, but you're not. Do I need to go into more fucking detail than that? And, and then another one. I could care less. And everybody's done it. It's not the... If you say, I could care less, that says that you have some interest. What you actually should be doing is saying you couldn't care less. That's what's correct. That's basically saying, you don't care. Politically not, correct. Not, I could care less. <laughs> well, think about it. These are things I started to think about after I had the conversation. And we've all used this one. Just saying. And it comes at the end of a sentence. I know you just said it, motherfucker. <laughs> Why in the fuck are you saying at the end of a sentence? Just say, And we're all guilty of it. Don't get me wrong. We've all fucking done it. Just saying. But if you <laughs> consciously think about it, makes no goddamn sense. Makes no sense. And then one of my favorites. No offense, but. No <clears throat> asshole. No offense, but. No. You are trying to be offensive. You're just trying to justify with the butt. <laughs> yeah. You're about to make one. a fucking asshole comment. It's like setting up the other fucking person for it. No offense, but I think you're a fucking douchebag. But <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, there's an offense there. Hello? And, oh, here's another good one, too. Everything happens for a reason. No, it fucking doesn't. Sometimes shit just happens. Doesn't mean there's rhyme or reason for it. Tell you what, you're going to tell me that you walk out into the street tomorrow, go to cross the street, somebody fucking goes through a red light, hits you, kills you. Well, everything happens for a reason. Yeah, well, because the stupid shit went and crossed over on a red light and you happen to be the poor son of a bitch that wasn't paying attention and got hit. Those are also the people that believe there's a phony baloney person in the sky. <laughs> Everything happens so. for a reason. Does it? Because there's a lot of fucking shit in the world. 
that I don't think happens for a reason. Never mind a good fucking reason. It was destiny, man. It's a good intended saying. But at the end of the day, no, motherfucker, everything doesn't happen for a reason. That's why random shit happens in the world. Fuck me. Oh, 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 oh. And, and, and. Then I got thinking some more. See, this is bad when I get fucking thinking. Then I, then I start to think about things that people pretend to understand but really don't, including myself. Take for an example the stock market. Everybody knows in the stock market. The basic rule is you buy low, you sell high. What the fuck else does anybody really know about the stock market other than people in the stock market? Yet you see lots of fucking dumb people trying to make themselves sound better by fucking saying they know the stock market and they heard something on the TV. They make the mistake of making a quote on the TV to somebody who maybe has a little more educated and the next thing you know, you're trying to have a conversation with about something you don't understand. And the fuck part is, even if the guy knows a little more than you, he probably doesn't fully fucking understand the stock market either. Who the fuck does? And debt. Debt is a big one. Speaking of money. Does anybody truly understand debt? I don't think enough people understand it at all. The, the process of debt is you are spending money to put yourself in the hole, essentially. Oh, but if you pay it on time, you get good credit. That's good because you don't want to be in debt. You don't want to have creditors coming after you. A lot of people don't understand this concept and how deep it goes beyond that and how much it can fuck your life. If you're too far in debt, I don't think people, a lot of people actually understand that concept completely. And it's a common thing. I got thinking about that the other day and I'm like, you know, when someone says to me they're in debt, okay, why are you in debt? It could be anything from student loans to mortgage to whatever, a combination of things. Ask these same people, how the hell are you going to get out of it? I bet you at least two out of three fucking people are not going to give you an answer or give you the correct answer or even remotely understand how to try to get out of debt in the first place. And I'm talking about the general public. Like this goes for me, this goes for everybody. And <laughs> because we have Super Crawl here every year and the city, you know, considers itself an artsy fartsy town and it's a creative town and everything, Hamilton. The last thing I want to talk about, I was thinking about, was modern art. People look at modern art, you either like it, you don't like it. Everyone has an opinion. Then, that opinion, if it becomes popular, makes up, basically for this artwork's, you know, influence, how much it's worth, blah, 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 blah. But here's the thing. If you really think about modern art, it's all fucking subjective. There is no wrong answer here. There isn't. Everybody has a different opinion. Let's face it. You've all seen crazy fucking paintings. You know, if you stare at it long enough, there's supposed to be a spaceman or something in the fucking lines doing the fucking hula hoo or whatever the fuck. Or, you know, it starts to look like fucking, you know, waves. Or you see something that looks like fucking Mr. Potato Head. You don't understand it. The point is... That's what makes it subjective. Even though you don't understand it, doesn't mean that it's wrong, man. Doesn't mean that the next person isn't going to come up to you and go, hey, I get it. That's a fantastic piece. It's subjective. It's all fucking subjective. That's all I'm saying. These are some observations that I fucking have. 
that annoy me. We already covered the goddamn topic earlier, and I say goddamn as a segue back to the fucking religious bullshit. That stuff gets me fucking mad. This stuff just fucking annoys me. Fuck! Hi there, Budman the Tech Man here. Have you ever been listening to our show and wonder, how can I comment and leave some kind of hate towards these people? Or tell them what I want them to rant about? Well, now there's a way. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and now we even have our own website at www.nothingsacredpodcast.simplesite.com. This has been a message from Budman the Tech Man.